Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 10th of May, 2017. This is The Gap, episode 369. I'm Luke Lowry. Job Gorey is on the phone with me. How are you going? I'm on the phone with you. That's Skype phone. The Skype phone. The yep. old Skypey phone. Skypo phone. Skype phone. Yeah. Yep. Once, once we figure out how to do this live in person, then we'll do it in person. But until then- Ah, uh, yeah. Until- Yeah. That's- uh, it's a bridge too far. It is a bit too far. You live too many blocks away from me. Like. <clears throat> we could meet halfway and maybe do it in the park. Yep. Um, but next I feel like we'd get- Next to the M1. <laughs> yeah, next to the-, the uh, Major the traffic. Fucking- yeah. Yeah. Um, we could- we'd probably have the police called on us at some stage from all the yelling. Ah, uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Might not be a good true, idea. True, true. All right, well, I guess we'll just do this. All right. This will continue to have to work, I guess. Yeah. How disappointing. I'll tell you what, though. For for a week where I've really not played uh, many games, or well, I've, I've played a lot of game, but not like a, a vast majority of games, I think we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, some stuff. I would say that both you and I have sunk a lot of time into Prey. Um, yep. We'll get to that a bit later on, though. Okay. Um, but yeah, otherwise we we went to IEM Sydney, uh, which I, was yeah. on during the weekend. It was, yeah, yeah. So um, for anyone that doesn't know, IEM Sydney was the uh, uh, Intel Extreme Masters Counter Strike tournament. I guess two hundred thousand dollar US Counter Strike tournament they had over in uh, Australia uh, the past. I don't know how long it run for, like a week. Yeah, sort of. Week they they kind of had the um the group stage during the the weekdays, which was a uh, um like a private or just like a closed off, no public type event, um, where they determined the uh, top four teams out of the eight teams that were invited. Um, two of those teams were local Australian teams, the Chiefs and Renegades, and the others were uh, international teams, very high quality, um, well known uh, international teams. So they. For, the, for, I guess, uh, the Australian teams, it was kind of a really big deal because it's kind of the first time this has happened in Australia in um, on such a large scale. We, yep. we've, we've had some uh, some esports tournaments here in the past, but nothing in terms of like $200,000 prize pools um, with our local teams involved in that as well. Uh, we, we've, like, we've talked about events we've been to in the past, stuff like Smite, League of Legends, um, stuff like... Uh, um, what is there? Heroes of the Storm, those yep. sort of things, but magic, <laughs> magic, yeah, magic the gathering on the tabletop side, but nothing on this type of scale that puts a spotlight on esports in Australia. So it was a, you know, a really good move, um, because it kind of showcases that we can have large scale events like this and, and we can draw a crowd. Um, yeah. but also be competitive as well, which is, which is a, a, another main thing. Also drink a lot of beer out of shoes. <laughs> yeah. The, the showy was, was showcased, showcased to the, uh, world, world stage. <laughs> Quite a I don't understand times. it. I don't understand. Like there is definitely a disconnect here. It's not the concept of drinking a beer out of a shoe that I have a problem with. Yeah. Like, uh, it's not like, oh, uh, that's so gross or anything. My question is how do you not have beer go everywhere from your fucking shoes? What is going on there? That's yeah. it's it's too much for me to work out. Also, on the other hand, I do exclusively wear Crocs, and they've got a lot of holes in them, so not exactly the best drinking vessel. It doesn't seem like a very good like health 
Uh, I guess it's a health problem, I feel like. Right. Uh, it can't be good for you. Well, it's probably not terribly hygienic. Yeah. But, um, like, on the flip side, like, you can't really point to drinking an entire beer in four seconds and question how healthy it is just because it's being done from a shoe. Yeah. Right? Like, you asked, like, that is still technically binge drinking. I'm not, like, obviously, binge drinking is, like, my third greatest love behind video games and podcasting. But, like... <laughs> is that the order as well? Podcasting, video games, then binge drinking? Mate, video <laughs> games first, podcasting second. Uh, okay. Third is binge drinking. Fourth is art. <laughs> Yeah. Then my wife. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, where does your wife fit into this? She's not home, is she? She is. Uh, and then my little niece who was born this week and uh, whatever after that. The rest yeah. of it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. So. But wait, wait, wait. what would you oh, yeah. like? You and I uh, wear like three, four hundred dollar basketball shoes. True. Would you be pouring beer into no. three hundred dollar basketball shoes? I would not be. But I, I think they were drinking them out of the uh, the old, the Asics or oh, the okay. New Balances. I think, and, and I think New Balances might be better for drinking out of because I, like, I've got one, maybe two pairs that I would be confident would be capable of containing all that beer. Hmm. But the rest of my shoes, too many holes. Like, I saw uh, another esports journo, uh, he was claiming that next year he'll he'll drink a shoey out of a Yeezy. That's okay. never going to fucking happen, okay? It's going to – it'd be like you may as well just poke a bunch of fucking – like just get some scissors and poke a bunch of holes in a six-pack and then you just shower in six a six-pack of beer because that's what's going to fucking happen if you try and drink a fucking shoey out, out of a Yeezy. You know? Okay. That's what would happen with most of my shoes as well, except they're not Yeezys. Um, like, they're just porous. They're porous shoes. And, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I-, I was quite excited that there was beer because when I got there, I was I was really excited to go to the pub. Ah, yes. Um, yeah, you were about it. That's all I wanted to do was go to the pub. Yep. And... Uh, and I was quite disappointed there was no beer there at all. So I was like, well, let's go to the pub and, and do that. But nobody wanted to come with me. Yeah. And uh, and then when I found out, I saw someone walking around with like six beers in their hands, like one of those carry trays. I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. this is awesome. Um, but I found out way too late for that to like be a thing. True. You could have just smashed beers, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, I drove out there and I'm only on my peas, so I'm not allowed to drink at all. Yep. While I'm driving. Um, and... I, I don't know. You were being a, a weird wiener. As the renegades described themselves at one point, fucking pussy. <laughs> you were being a fucking pussy. I drove as well, to be fair. Uh, not fair. Which no, is um, which is one thing I'll bring up is that uh, it should have been called IEM Olympic Park or IEM Homebush right? because it's yeah. not in fucking Sydney. Um, IEM in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. So, like- Sydney, in terms of the region, is very big. Uh, it's, it's very large. Like, in any other city, if you drive half an hour in one direction, you'd be out in the fucking sticks. 
Um, you, you know, if you did that in Brisbane, you'd be in Logan. Whereas in in Sydney, you do that and you kind of towards Parramatta Way, somewhere like that. And that's still, you know, you still got to drive another hour and a half before you get out into the woods. Uh, anyway, it's not Sydney, in my opinion, um, <laughs> mainly because- And you're from here. You're actually from basically that area. Yeah. I a mean, little bit further out, even. Job and I live in the city, uh, yeah. you know, the the city region in Sydney, and for us to get there on a train would take us about an hour and a half. And add to that, yeah, that the fucking train lines were having track work that weekend. On so that specific you couldn't get a fucking line. train out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's it's three trains. We're gonna catch a train in to Central and catch a train out to another place and then catch another train out to the fucking Singapore Olympic Park and by that point no I got to, I actually was going in going to go in on Saturday uh, and I had like I, I'm I've G'd myself up to go do it and I get to Central and uh, yeah I, they're like oh yeah track line uh, track work out on the Olympic line and I'm like how, how do we get out there then? Well, we've got buses uh, going every half an hour. I'm like, cool. Well, I'm going to go watch the games on my fucking computer mm. because there's no fucking way. I mean, and then the next day I just took a car. Um, yeah. So that's a bit Jesus. crap. Yeah, that, that's super annoying. They, I, I don't know. I would like to see it in actual the city next time. Yeah. Um, not because yep. I'm a, you know, complaining about having to uh, you are I'm complaining about having to travel that far yes <laughs> I am <laughs> uh, I don't know why shit is always out there it must be really cheap or something we, maybe we could have our own like live podcast out there they must be uh, just giving away these uh, yeah. things yeah uh, so yeah I don't think I did not like the, the travel into there at all like we went to the Rooster Teeth Expo a couple of what two months ago and that was in the city uh, they got a brand new giant convention center i don't know if they do stadium uh like a stadium seating there i've not done one of those yet but i I thought that's what they built it for that's what i thought as well yeah anyway so i'm not a fan of where it was held uh mainly because it was too far out takes too long to get there for pretty much uh, anyone who doesn't live in homebush and uh and then also the track work (laughs) on the day is super Mm -hmm. annoying Mm. The other thing I want to complain about it in the event is that- Oh, you're still going. Yeah, I'll still go. The right. um, I, I do not like the format of the scheduling for the, the competition. They they did the group stages early on in the week, and uh, it was only uh, out of the eight teams that were invited, four teams got to play on the main stage. So, they did oh, yeah. a couple of day- days of uh, everybody kind of versing each other, and then they seeded f- from one to eight, and the top four made it through the next stage. So, that meant that- Teams that have traveled uh, from across, you know, the globe to get here don't get to play in front of a crowd. And I think that's a bit shit. The, um, uh, the I think the formatting could have been done maybe a little bit better, at least. Or, like, because we got there on the last day and literally the doors opened for us at 12 o'clock. I got there at 12 o'clock because we were told to be there at 12 o'clock. The games didn't, the, the grand final didn't start until three. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of time in between there to, to have shit on. Um, the day before that, they had uh, the top four teams playing in basically like a bracket. So, it must have been one versus four and maybe two versus three. I'm not too sure how they did it. Mm-hmm. But, so, four teams played one one game each. And that was the entire day. 
uh, that like blows my mind that that is the the format that they t- decided to go with. I think it's complete horseshit. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. The fucking semifinals were best of threes. Sure. And the the finals were best of five. Okay, but so they didn't play one game each. Oh, you mean the four didn't make it in, right? Okay, I'm like in the semifinals, four teams didn't play one game. Yeah, so they've they've basically like half the teams that were there didn't get to to play. Like you're you've got uh, a home crowd that didn't get to see any competitive uh, matches from their home teams. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't think that was very good either, to be honest. I think it's crap. At least in like, I'll compare it to Dota because that's the main thing that I watch. Of course, when they do their their group stages, they have all their seating, and then at least on the main stage, each team will play one game in yeah. the best of one or whatever they do. So everybody gets to see them. They they've traveled. They've spent however long here, two weeks. And fans, you know, fans that have lined up to buy their merchandising or have gone to get player signatures, whatever, they get to see their, their team play. And uh, I don't like that that some of these teams don't get to actually play in front of some of their fans. Uh, it's like inviting, it's like having Olympic basketball. I'll go to that because that's your other thing we like. And then uh, nobody gets to watch them play at all until the last two teams get to play. Because uh, we're going to lock them up in a high school stadium and they're going to play their game without anyone watching. Uh, well, sorry, people can watch online, but nobody else can, can actually be there. And then once the top two teams or four teams have worked it out, then then you can come in and watch what's going on. Um, I don't know why I made that analogy, but anyway, it's that's just how I feel about it. I think it could be done a lot better in terms it's- of scheduling one maybe extend an extra day or or something like we had all this free time in between some of these matches where i felt like they could have done something a bit better maybe had um maybe on that first day had the the last couple of games at least played um to work out formatting yeah i, I, don't, I don't know yeah i mean it's it's yeah it's complicated right because hmm. the the I guess main problem is like a best of five uh, could be like fucking hours, many hours of fucking Counter Strike. Yeah. Uh, the first, the first fucking, the first game in the tournament went to triple overtime and took something like an hour and forty five minutes to finish. Mm-hmm. Like, so if that's just like if that's one game and they have to play at least fucking five, then, or at least three, rather, then, yeah, there is a huge amount of potential that it just winds up going on into the night. And so it's complicated for them to shove it all into one day. Like, I totally agree. It sucks that the Aussie teams didn't get an opportunity to play on the big stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just, I don't, you know, I don't believe in raising problems when I can't think of any solutions because right like if, if you don't have any solutions then you're sort of just saying yeah this sucked I don't know what you'd do about it right mm-hmm. sure that's my my thing um yeah anyway anyway uh they played Counter-Strike there <laughs> they did uh we watched the grand final something mm-hmm. grand final oh I watched yep. most of it uh-huh. Um, it was SK Gaming versus FaZe Clan. Yes. The, uh, all Brazilian team versus a mixture of 
uh, international players, it looked like. I was trying to figure out where they're from. Euro team. And um, the IEM website had them down as like a Russian flag or something, I think, when I looked. And then I looked at their player roster on like Wikipedia and it was all over the place. I was like, oh, I don't know what's really going on here, but maybe they just spun a wheel and the Russian guy got to put his flag up Um, because it didn't seem like they were owned by a Russian organization from what the the site was saying. Mm. Anyway, it was really confusing. Uh, and then I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that, that were some really cool uh, close matches, I thought. Even though the kind of the overall score score ended up being three to one, they they still were close games for the most part. They weren't yeah. like stompings. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the games were really close, which was good. Like some of them were. There were some, there were some stompings in the tournament, but uh, yeah, definitely. But yeah, a lot of the games were up going pretty close, and uh, yeah, it was just it was good to watch good Counter Strike, and I don't I haven't done it in fucking forever, and I'm I mean again I could see me watching a lot more Counter Strike, especially if it winds up like it turns out to be as competitive as uh, it actually is. Like I uh, I wound up as a result of like. Uh, teeing up getting ready for IEM Sydney and getting like my research going and uh, all that kind of shit I wound up watching like a significant amount of Counter-Strike usually like generally I was just doing it on my second screen while I was doing other shit Mm -hmm. I just had it playing but uh, like the the current state of the competitive element of Counter-Strike is such that like yeah, the top, I don't know, top 50 or so teams, it seems like anyone could take any of them, right? Like, uh, well, yeah, number one is currently Astralis. Uh, according to HLTV, that's basically where everyone goes for shit, this shit. But, uh, yeah, Astralis. And Astralis didn't even make it to the grand final, right? Like, They got knocked out, didn't they? By uh, yes, phase? By phase, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's it's super competitive, which is really cool. And uh, and even yeah. the, the Australian teams did quite well. Like they didn't they they won some games. I think at the end of the group stage, it was like a, a tie, right, between four four teams or something stupid. Where they had to play another round. Uh, yeah, yeah, the fifth round. Um, yeah, technically, the Chiefs did like better than the Renegades and stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, they placed, like, fifth. Renegades placed sixth. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Chiefs actually, like, according to the, the rankings, the Chiefs leapt up something like 60 fucking places <laughs> in the rankings. They're now ranked 20 in the world because they beat... So they beat the Renegades, who are already a pretty well-placed team mm-hmm. uh, although they weren't like top-notch they were still like they're still top 25 uh, but they also went really really like fucking blow for blow against optic uh, and they went and they beat north uh, north were f- ranked fifth before uh, I am Sydney and uh, they've been bumped down since losing to the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was just one of those, like, 
I don't know. It just it sh- it really goes to show. Like uh, been watching a couple of the other like tournaments and stuff. Um, just sort of peripherally the tournaments, like uh, the DreamHack opens and stuff to see how that's all going to go and stuff. And yeah, like a lot of the teams are looking really fucking, it seems like anyone could get it from almost anywhere. Like any team could, yeah, pick it up and put it together and fucking win. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it was just really good watching. I really enjoyed watching Counter-Strike. I also really enjoyed uh, listening to the commentary on every Chiefs game because the analysts wrote them off every single fucking time and they had to eat crow like multiple times. Hmm. Um, just sort of like, the yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They were just dumping on away, eh? hard out. They're like, there's no chance. There's no chance the Chiefs beat North. And then the Chiefs beat North. Hilarious. Um, that's about it. Uh, yeah. I also, I wasn't very keen on the access that I had at IEM. I think I whined about this last week, but uh, I've had better access at fucking NBA games. Mm-hmm. Like, and an NBA game in fucking China. I was able to just go wherever the fuck I wanted as long as I had a press pass. Uh, and they're like, oh, don't approach don't approach any players. Uh, you're not allowed to approach players you see who are just walking around and doing things. You cannot ask them questions. Uh, this is their quiet time. You have to leave them alone. I'm like, I interviewed Blake Griffin because I went up to him <laughs> while he was sitting on his own. Yeah. So if... Blake Griffin can fucking talk to me. Surely these dudes could. Uh, but that was that was all IEM's rules. The fucking the players were all super good to talk to. They were all I like, had really good interviews and mm-hmm. yeah, they all seemed like really good dudes. So yeah, that wasn't them. It seemed like if I had just gone up to any of them while they were wandering about and shit, they probably would have done an interview. Uh, I would, I would like to point out that fucking, I wanted to talk to Naf from optic about his teabagging. Okay. But, uh, he was so apparently he was very upset at losing, uh, at dropping out of the IEM. And so he did not attend on the grand finals day. Hmm. And so I wasn't able to do an interview with me, which was... It's been unfortunate. I know. Uh, maybe next time you can bring him a gift of tissues or something. I'm not sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else to add about IEM that you want to talk about or... Uh, no. I, I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, yep. In Sydney. In actual Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't think will happen. Um, no. no, hopefully they do uh, like another one. I, I would like to see some, some maybe more games or something. Because um, I know there are other ones that do like, uh, I think they do league as well, don't they? Maybe I don't yeah. know. Maybe uh, maybe just... leagues tied up or something in Australia. <laughs> I don't know. A little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's weird, man. Like they sort of did it like it was a convention, and so there were these halls full of stuff. I know People that the selling um, computer shit. Yeah, the Direwolves won the finals for smites split two yeah on the on the community stage but very few people 
seem to care. I don't like why don't why wouldn't they put that? Like I guess I, I realize that IEM is the fucking main draw or whatever, but they did like a exhibition match of uh of Australia versus Team Australia versus Team UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they could have shown they could have just chucked Smite up there, to be honest. It like it is the best teams in Australia. They were playing like and they were playing for actual stakes and stuff. And mm. uh, I, I, yeah, I understand that not a lot of people give a fuck about Smite, but like it might have actually enticed some people into being more interested in like some different esports and stuff. I don't know. It just seems like a waste. They were relegated all the way down to this stage all the way down the bottom yeah i guess also the t- different types of genres um sort of different audiences maybe yeah maybe like if you were to throw uh rainbow six siege up there or something like that like a, a local tournament or something at least that's kind of like a similar type of game people can kind of look at that and understand what's going on at least i don't know anyway we should anyway. be on the main stage playing siege that's all i'm saying Good point. Yeah. Playing um, Battlegrounds. Playing Battlegrounds, just me and you and Joe's. Um, we didn't put yep. that on here. Do you want to- Why wouldn't we put it on there? I don't know. It's fucking crazy. What is going on? It should be permanently Ridiculous. on here. Yep. Play, uh, uh, what's going on? No patch last week. Are uh, they on on holidays? No patch this week because they've broken something? They fucked something up. Yep. So- business as usual i guess i'll tell you what though the last uh i haven't played much of it the last week and a bit yep. um but when i have been playing i've been getting a lot of crashes yeah me too so there's something going on there uh even last we were playing last night and every time i went back to the main screen it would just lock up on me yeah and, and i'd like alt tab and go to the task manager and it just looked like, like a there's like no memory increase or it was just kind of sitting there so mm-hmm. Don't know what's going on with that. I know some of the other guys that we play with have had a very similar issue of doing the same thing. But that was the first case of had it happen to me. So super strange. And uh, hopefully they can fix some of these crashes because it can be quite annoying, especially when you're playing in a group and and like you're you've just gotten into a game and then one person crashes and they've got to sit there. Uh, you know, everyone either has to quit or. Or you keep playing, it's just, it's a little frustrating when that kind of thing just dies on you like that. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, that's happened to me a couple of times. And I've had some like full blown just crashes mid game as well. And hmm. it sucks. Uh, but still enjoying it. Like, yeah. It's the game I, you know, rage at. The most. Also- you were raging pretty hard last night. We weren't, we weren't, we weren't doing very well. Uh, we made some pretty fucking terrible mistakes. <laughs> uh, I think almost all of us made one just fucking real boneheaded error. I don't and drag me into this. I, yeah, I buddy, I, you definitely did. Which which one? Uh, when you were all like, let's all go to fucking per, per whatever the fuck down the bottom left corner. Fucking terrible plan. Primorsk. Primorsk. Fucking let's go to Primorsk. Oh, my God. And then none of you motherfuckers get in the boat. We all got our own boat. Oh, my God. We I know. all got it's our own boat. Forever. And then we uh, we managed to, to um, like, drive away. Everyone managed to get their own boat. And then as we're driving along, Job's found, like, more boats. So, he's decided to yeah. beach them. 
Yeah. So like no one else can get in there and and come up behind us. But he's so far back that by the time he catches up to us, he's getting shot at up on the hill. Yeah. Someone's heard <laughs> these dudes in in their boats. And they're like, oh, let's go see what these boats... Let's see if we can shoot these people in boats. And here's me just cruising along the fucking cliffside. And some dude just fucking opens up into me. Well, we got him back, didn't we? We killed him. Yeah, motherfucker. We got him. He was rolling solo. Ridiculous. Yeah, so we stole his eight-time scope because... Exactly. That's what we do. That's what he had coming. Uh, We got a good win, though. We did get a win. Um uh, we got to like the last, what, 20 or I think 16. I think yep. it was 16 left and all of us were pretty much alive. And yep. then we just got boned by, uh, I guess we were in bad positions. <laughs> so. Yeah, we got we got screwed by positioning. Uh, I'll tell you what, right? I uh, went and had a look at my recording of that win and I, uh, we are still, still lucky. Like, it's weird. It is weird that everyone in that game- just. That, well, no, the circles, right? The circles, everyone in the circle at the end, there was nobody in the southern fucking hemisphere of that circle. Yeah. Like me and the other guy. So I I, I got my cheap kills doing, you know, my usual thing of picking people off while they're not fucking looking, while they're in a gunfight with other people. Uh, and, um, yeah, that uh, the dude who was second, like the second last dude, he... Uh, he was stuck fucking on the northern part of that circle as well. So we were both stuck on the northern part of the circle, and he had to obviously run a- across. I, You were inside the circle, right? Uh, no, I was just outside. But oh, I positioned awesome. myself with a tree so that when he had to run for the circle. So there was, it was all positioning, right? Yeah. But, like, it was a risk. It was a risk running to that tree because if there had been, if the last person had been in the southern hemisphere, they would have had a fucking field day with me. I would have been fucking wide open. I would have been running across the top of a fucking hill in like open fucking fields, basically begging to be shot. So uh, that was just, yeah, it was just lucky that he was in like everything. The last eight people were in the northern hemisphere. Hmm. Of that fucking circle. There was just no one to the south. It was weird, man. Yeah. And then you just kind of sit back and let them pick each other off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a, yeah. I did a, you know, a bit of damage, but, uh, then, yeah, he had to, he had to run across the field and I just put him down. I'm glad I did. I was very nervous that I wouldn't. <laughs> that you'd baz it up. <laughs> that I'd baz it up. Uh, we, we got like fourth, didn't we? On another game. Was it in the game with? Uh, yeah, it was in the game when we were in the boats, right? Yeah, we we got uh, we got screwed on the um, uh, going around the ridge line. The the two guys that we were going to shoot at ended up seeing one of our team and kind yep. of hid, and so we were in a bad position that we had to go to where they were. So when we started running, they started shooting at us, which drew attention to everybody else in the map. And uh, after we killed those two guys some other guys that were in a um in a building an entire squad was basically shooting at us some yeah that kind of screwed us but we got fourth on that one yep yeah you were the last one left and you were firing at a guy that was behind a tree that had to move and yeah. he had like a uh basically he was on top of the hill so he had advantage on you and there was a second guy with him as well oh, okay yeah uh yeah just got sort of boned but that's okay that's yeah once again we come back to the the old tale of basically positioning is all that matters 
Yeah, I mean, I, I want to. When it comes to that, I do want to see a better map. Um, like, I want to see elevation stuff on there because I think that's super important as well. Trying to get an idea of where ridges are and where like little trenches, like good. You can be in a in an area on the map where uh, like there's ditches and stuff, and you can kind of prone down and get a good position like that. But that stuff's not showing on the map. Like you don't really know until you get there. Um, so I think some sort of like I think Daisy has a, a much better map. Oh, sorry, they, they don't have a map, do they? But it's on their web uh, their website. Uh, what is it called? Daisy something. Uh, yeah, Daisy. I, I don't remember the map name. There's anymore. some sort of map, but it has all like the like uh, angles of where ridges are and yeah elevations sort of, yeah, yeah all the elevation of the stuff so I, i'd like to see some some more detail on the map like that so at least you could kind of look at it and get an idea of where you want to go especially when they're going to be introducing more locations into the game um because you'll be you'll, you'll then be in a different map that you don't have any clue of what's going on and it'll be another process of learning it but if you can look at a map and be like well we can go down this sort of ridgeline and then head into this tunnel you know all this sort of stuff you can start planning a bit better yeah as opposed to just running across what you think is an open field yeah i think i I don't know man i think it's i think that might be uh too high knowledge no map knowledge type shit you know like yeah but what i'm saying is that like this isn't this isn't a map they're going to be introducing new maps from what they've said yeah but this is still one of the maps, you know? Like, yeah. and it's, I don't know. I feel like I know the map pretty well. Uh, so maybe, yeah, it is just a case of like enhancing my ability to know the fucking map. And and then when they introduce a new map, I have to learn that map and stuff like that. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Other, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I really only played last night and. Well, I think maybe last Thursday or something. I, I didn't play at all really over the weekend. Yeah. Um, but I, at least I got two wins or whatever on the days that I played. So, can't sure. complain. Um, what else we got here? Strafe. Did you just highlight that? Uh, <laughs> let's talk strafe. Uh, strafe. Uh, hey, I... Um, I cleaned out the trap... In my bathroom sink today. Okay. And why? why? Uh, A lot of hair in there or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I yeah have honest to god never retched so much without vomiting, and I but it would have been the worst thing if I'd vomited. <laughs> okay. What's because I would have vomited straight into the fucking sink. Yeah. And then I'd have to a well. I'd taken the fucking sink apart, so it would have just drained straight through uh, into nothing. Uh, so it wouldn't have gone anyway. Oh, God, gross. But also, B, right, uh, I'd have to clean that out as well. Good God. Hmm. There's no way I'd get through that without fucking bathing. Um, anyway. Do you not uh, have, like, Drano? Drano doesn't work on my wife's fucking steel wool hair, apparently. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's insane. It's like literally insane. The fucking this stuff just doesn't get doesn't everywhere. care. It's it's just yeah, it stays forever. It's it's unkillable. Hmm. 
Um, oh, oh, the smell. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't stop thinking about it anymore. Um, what does this have to do with strafe? Uh, I got strafe okay. this morning. And uh, while I was waiting for it to download, I'm like, oh, this will take 10 minutes. I'll just go. I'll, I'll go do the sync thing. Come back. It'll be fine. The sync thing took fucking like an hour and at least 20 minutes of it was me crawled like curled up in the fetal position in the fucking shower just like wishing for death wishing i didn't have to smell things anymore but uh anyway when i came back when i got got out uh yeah straight finished downloading and uh yeah top top notch stuff it's pretty disappointing (laughs) so it's like after the experience of cleaning out the trap underneath the sink it was an immediate win, but uh, the more I got into it, uh, I don't know, the shallower I felt it was. I've only played about two hours of it, so bear in mind that I'm not a fucking expert yet. But, uh, yeah, it's just... I think I have a real problem with the way the guns sort of react. So, uh, I've talked about straight before, but it's sort of like a... a uh, roguelike uh, mixed with like a Doom game. Yep. Yeah. Or a Quake even. Uh, yeah, Quake's probably a better uh, example. But uh, yeah, like, uh, so it's that sort of Quake aesthetic, but it's a roguelike where you continuously, like you loop through over and over again and you're trying to get further and further each time and the levels are randomized and basically what you're growing in is knowledge Uh <clears throat> And yeah, that's that's the sort of that's the appeal of it. Um, this one, like, I, yeah, I, I have a real problem with the way the weapons sort of react because I never feel like a lot of the reaction, like a lot of the feedback that the weapons give, like the machine gun, the feedback isn't like a meaty sort of impact. It's it's does, yeah, it's not impactful. It's sort of just the crosshair spreads wider and you know your shots are missing more, right? So you you better uh tap fire, I guess. But like that that works for some games. It definitely works for some games. Uh games that aren't like games that are going for a different sort of thing. It works for like more realistic games, I guess, um, because, you know, you, you're trying to maintain an idea of the visuals in front of you. But it doesn't really work in a game that is attempting to have that old school shooter aesthetic because I, I feel like you need the impact of the weapons themselves to really sell you on the weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the that fucking thump of firing a rocket launcher or whatever. Instead, you just sort of fire, like you fire a rocket launcher and it just sort of does what it does. It explodes a little bit away from you, theoretically, as long as you didn't aim it at your own feet. And it's one of those, yeah, one of those things where, yeah, I guess the weapons, because the weapons are such an integral part of the experience, it's sort of impacting the rest of my experience with it. So, uh, like I was saying, uh, the initial uh, part of uh, playing it after having tried to, I don't know, vomit myself to death uh, was very positive. But after a while, I just sort of got jack of it. Yep. Um, 
I'll, I'll go back because I want to get further into it. That's like the I think the roguelike mechanic, the roguelike uh, sort of progression mechanic is keeping me more involved than anything really. So yeah, um, not crazy about it. But oh, and it's it's running like shit. Hmm. It like I don't understand, man. There, I've gotten some, I've gotten worse frame drops in this in Strafe than I did in fucking Prey, which should not be happening. Uh, it's weird, man. Like that is just odd. It's not ideal. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah. is it out yet? Or- yeah, it's out okay. today. I think. Yeah. Strange. Um, I'm just trying to. F- See, is that that's a Steam game as well, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah. Right here. Mm. Okay, cool. Uh, should I talk about the game I played? I'm sure, you want to hear about it? Totally. Yeah. Uh, I checked out uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard of this one at all. Yes, no? Yes, I've heard of it. Yep. It's a, a walking simulator. It is a walking si- simulator uh, from the people that made uh, the Unfinished Swan, which was like this black and white artistic style of game where... Was, was that the one where you like sh- you painted? Yeah, I think world? so. Yep. Yeah. I, I vaguely recall um, seeing that at E3 a long, long time ago. Never actually played the, the final game though. Um, anyway, so it's from those those uh, that team. This one is a, yeah, it's a walking simulator, sort of in the same style of, of Vayne as uh, Gone Home, I guess, is the closest thing. Um, or maybe Firewatch, something like, along the lines of that. Very story-focused game. Uh, you, st- you start off, you play as a 17-year-old girl who uh, is exploring this house, and it's basically a, a house that's belonged to her family. And... Her family, um, they believe it has like a weird curse where everybody, um, everybody kind of dies young or, or, or there's some sort of curse where people just suddenly die all the time. And as you're exploring this house, you're going through and learning about the people that lived in it, the rest of her family, uh, like the lineage of, uh, the people that have lived there and, and kind of how they have, um, how they've died. And, each one of these sort of little story beats have different kind of gameplay mechanics or ways that it tells these stories. And um, that's pretty much the game. There's not a whole lot to it. It's about two hours long, an hour and a half. You can sit through it. And um, it it does some really interesting ways of telling each of these stories, I guess. But also, like, the first very... The very first one you come across, and I don't want to spoil things too much because the whole thing is just a story experience uh like the first one is you transform into this cat who is chasing a bird uh along this uh tree branch and then eventually you get to the bird and then you turn into like an eagle and then you're now an eagle flying around and you have to get to this rabbit and then after you catch a rabbit like it just keeps escalating to a point where at one stage you're like a shark who is rolling down this fucking hill and then falls in the water and then you're trying to eat fish and yeah it's kind of like that but but while this stuff is happening it's kind of telling you this story like they're narrating what's going on and telling you about their lives and sort of what's going what's happening um 
so it sort of loosely relates to to the way that uh, these people have passed and what's going on. So I think it does a really interesting job of that. There's some stuff later on that's really fascinating, and one in particular, uh, one one story in particular is done extremely well, I think. And um, I, I don't want to go into any details about what it is, but I thought it was really fascinating the way they pulled that off. Um, but otherwise. At, Going back to like the way that Edith kind of narrates and stuff like that, they do visually in the stuff in the world where as she's talking, the words that, that she's saying kind of appears on the screen, uh, as, she, as she's saying them and you, you can kind of walk through them and they'll dissipate into the air. Um, so they do some really artistic stuff like that. It's just really interesting. And the detail of the world is, is very impressive. You, you go into this house and there's just books all over the place and, you go into rooms and it feels like there's a lot of stuff that you can look at and get an idea of what these people kind of were into and what they liked and um yeah i just think it's it's an interesting experience um it's not necessarily got a lot of gameplay mechanics but each story is told in a unique and interesting way like one of them is told in like a comic book format and that's all i'll really say about that but it's um you know going from being a fucking uh, a, a cat chasing a bird to like a comic book type thing and it just keeps kind of rolling along and it's a really unique and interesting uh game in quotation marks uh the only thing i'll say about it is i do not agree with the price tag it's i think 20 bucks on steam 20 us which i think is a bit steep for a hour and a half experience if it was a bit less than that, I could definitely say that it's something um, uh, something to check out. But otherwise, I would recommend it to people that are interested in those type of games because uh, it's it's I think it's it's pretty cool. Um, I, I wouldn't recommend it to you <laughs> at all. Mm. But for for people that liked Gone Home or Firewatch, this is one of those very similar type of games that uh, I don't think it's as long. Maybe a little bit little bit longer than maybe gone home but it's um yeah it's still interesting and, and kind of cool so that's called what remains of edith finch and it's on steam it's on uh playstation store i think as well that you can get it so downloadable games check it out uh, i think they came out like two weeks ago something like that and all i've heard is really good things about it so um nobody has said a bad thing which means that job has not played it <laughs> Uh yeah, I've heard I've heard good things about it. I mean, yeah, um, uh yeah, it doesn't sound like one for me, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't it it doesn't blow your mind in terms of how the story uh, unfolds. Like it doesn't do anything. Uh, it's not like a a sci-fi thing where oh holy shit, there's these big twists and whatnot in the game. It's just a, a story, and it tells these stories in unique ways that are interesting. That's that's kind of what it does. So, yeah. I wouldn't go into it thinking like, oh, oh my gosh, it's going to be like a Bioshock, would you kindly type thing. It's nothing. It's not like that. That's not what they're trying to do here. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, otherwise, what else we got here? Dawn of War 3? Dawn of War 3. Played a bit of this today. Um, just like playing comp stomp games. It doesn't have campaign co-op so yeah can't really do that which is a shame mm-hmm. um which is yeah actually what i really wanted to play it for uh so yeah just comp stomping 
Um, I'm not crazy about it, to be honest. I think it's too visually busy. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's way too much going on in, on screen, and I don't think there's enough definition, uh, like, to really illuminate uh, elements so that you can very easily distinguish what's going on. Like, that just might be, you know, my inexperience, but it's not, like, inclining me to get involved much more as a result. Like, I don't really want to get into it a whole bunch more because it feels like too much shit is going... Like, I was playing as the Orcs because uh, they're fucking hilarious. Uh, and, yeah, just, like, trying to work out, like... The fucking I can't remember what they called now the the builder orcs uh, whatever the fuck they called workers um, let's go with that sure um, they have a name but yeah <laughs> um, they're like they're fucking minuscule they're tiny uh, and I understand that you know it, it's for law purposes or whatever the fuck but they're like they're so small that, that it's a massive pain in the dick to fucking find them when you're like when the other the enemy collapse upon a fucking uh, point that you're attempting to control, uh, attempting to build on, and you have to like send your your boys in to go fucking save the day, uh, it's like it can be really difficult to fucking single out your your little dudes, and you got to use the fucking the shortcuts at the bottom of the screen. It's just like it would be a lot better if you could just fucking click them and drag them away as opposed to uh which one which of my work is is this mm-hmm. and that's that's just annoying so yeah i'm not really fucking digging it i don't know it's just it's kind of ugly i guess ugly and too busy and stuff like that uh but yeah yeah so not your thing <laughs> Not really my thing. It has made me want to go play Company Heroes too, though. Okay. Uh, so I want to play fucking. I don't know. I, I got the the bug to play an RTS. Yeah. I just don't want to play Dawn of War three. Does it, it, it does. Uh, no. So oh, sorry, Company call. Heroes. I mean. Oh yeah, I believe it does. Oh okay. Uh, there are mods anyway. Uh, but uh, yeah. The other thing, yeah, I don't know. Everyone was talking about how it's like too much of a MOBA now. I don't think it's very much of a MOBA, to be honest. I don't really see the... Like, I understand the comparisons. I just don't think they're necessarily 100% on point. But uh, I do agree that the heroes tend to dominate any fucking battle that they're in to the point that it almost seems like you're just sacrificing regular units at the fucking altar of slowing down heroes a microseconds until your fucking heroes can arrive and then it's just hero versus hero which yeah I don't feel is very much in the spirit of an RTS um, so I do agree on that in that, in that sense but uh, there are too many thing, other things in my opinion that separate it from being a MOBA necessarily uh, it does, yeah. I do agree that it puts too much emphasis on heroes from, from my liking. But yeah, that's about it. Okay. Um, I think that's everything, right? Uh, yep. Because, yeah, we've got Prey on here, but we're going to do uh, like a whole uh, spoiler cast on that, so we don't need to talk about Prey. We're going to talk about Prey a bit. Nah. Yeah. 
Of I'm, course. I'm joking. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unbelievable. You were freaking out, man. I was. Yeah. Prey. Prey came out last week. Yes, it did. Uh, we got uh, early code, I guess. A little bit oh, early. Yeah, fucking barely. Uh, the day before, <laughs> which is fine. Um, and uh, blasted through it. But in a professional manner. Not like... Not like um, rushed through it and then finished it in 10 hours type of thing. Like, we did everything. We saw it all. Yep. Saw it all. Uh, yeah. Couldn't find the multiplayer, though. It was a bit strange. Right? Yeah. Really lacking in the multiplayer sort of arena, to be honest. A bit weird. Uh, um, we're but- not going to talk about story stuff. I think no. just basic g- gameplay, things we like, things we didn't like. Yep. And then we're going to do a, a, a Prey spoiler cast uh at some stage maybe next week um where we'll go quite a bit more in depth into it and, and do a full like crazy long episode about it it'll be just that so that that should be cool yeah yeah what do you want to talk about, Let's talk, about re- Let's talk about playing it on easy let's talk about playing it on easy sorry let's talk about playing it on normal and then getting five hours into it and then going i'm going to play this on easy yeah yeah, I think the first five hours of Prey uh, are extremely good. They are, uh, it's it's like one of the best gaming uh, openings that, that I've seen. Uh, I think what it does is is up there with stuff like um, Bioshock and, and Half-Life and, and those types of games where it kind of drags you into this world and, and it's got so much going on that it really... It's it's really up there in like in terms of um, like what it can deliver and and all that sort of stuff. But uh, it gets to a point where you start shooting things and the game is not very good in in combat. I just don't like that part of the game at all. Um, and, and it turns into like this weird survival game, but there's really not enough resources that are in there to to make the combat any good and. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just super strange. So I think I think anybody that's playing this on normal, uh, at least at least till they sort of patch it, because I think there's got to be a patch or something they'll put out to to fix some of this stuff. Uh, yeah, when you want to play it is on easy. That's where I would recommend. It, you kind of had a similar experience, right? Where the the combat was <laughs> kind of struggling for you. Yeah. So yeah, I I mean I don't I don't agree with your. Uh, assessment that the the combat is bad um well i think it's bad because of how how it kind of funnels you into having to get all these resources but there's not enough resources around to do anything so you kind of left between just hitting shit with your wrench or avoiding stuff and i'd rather do other things i'd rather use all the tools that they've given me but i, I don't get the opportunity to do any of that no i well See, that's I guess that's where we differ, right? Because I didn't. I found that the lack of resources instead forced me to use literally everything at my disposal. Uh, and by literally everything, I mean I, like there were multiple big bad boss fights that I completed by fucking throwing fridges because uh, I had no fucking ammo for anything and couldn't get in close enough to bash them with a wrench. Um, I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying that is fucking top-notch stuff. But you, you have been fucking 
wholly negative <laughs> in your assessment of the combat. And I don't think the combat is bad, like explicitly bad. I like we've played games with bad combat and I don't think praise is bad. It's just uh neutered by its yeah, weird fucking Yeah, resource uh, management. Resource management system. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, what I'm saying is I think the first five hours of that is really good. Like, when you're using the glue cannon and you're uh, trying to search for Mimics, who, uh, for anybody that doesn't know Mimics, uh, we, we went fucking straight into this game without explaining anything. Uh, but, True. But Mimics are uh, these alien creatures that can turn into pretty much anything that's in the game, any type of object. Uh, so, you'll be you'll be running around in a room and you'll- there'll be a, a, a shoe on the ground and then all of a sudden it turns into an alien and like a f- alien face crab, a gl- glu- uh, gooey alien black face crab thing that just jumps at you. And uh, you've got to try and deal with that. So you use your glue cannon, which shoots this like white substance that, ba- that basically freezes them in place. And then you'll grab out your wrench and hit them a couple of times. And the first like couple of hours is just facing off against those things. And then they start to ramp things up and you run into phantoms, which are like giant shadow men that'll stalk you. Um, but at, at that stage, that's kind of where I think the game starts to fall apart is because you're trying to deal with some of these enemies. But See, this just- is my problem, man. You're saying shit like the game falls apart. Yeah. You're talking about, you're talking in like, so what would you rate this game out of 10? Uh, probably at the moment, 7.5 and 8. Are you fucking nuts? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That is amazing. You're crazy. I no, saw you're your score. fucking crazy. I saw your score. You're a crazy person. First of all, first of all, okay. I co- just let the record show mm-hmm. in my review for Oz Gamers. I coined the term "cum gun." Okay, about the glue cannon. <laughs> yeah. Don't let anyone... Like, people are trying to fucking make that joke now. I made it first, okay? They're fucking... They're jacking my steez, okay? But don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Everyone always steals my shit. It's fine. Uh, I coined the term cum gun. That's what happened. And second of all, 7.5 is a fucking ridiculous score for a game that is as ambitious and successful at achieving its own goals as fucking prey your bananas bananas no anyway i haven't got started yet uh <laughs> then i'm just gonna let you talk i mean a lot of what makes what i think makes it good is it's spoiler uh spoiler the territory shit so uh i and i know there are some of the things that make it good that you specifically disagree with on that point yep but you put that's because you are ridiculous. Uh, That's just because I think I'm a better writer. <laughs> uh, uh, so we will um, specifically uh, not talk about that stuff. Not talk about those things. What else do you, don't yeah. you like about it? Like, we both agree well, not, that the resource management isn't great. It's it's crap. Yeah. Um, like I got to the point where or I'm, the balancing. Yeah, the balancing is not very yeah. good. There's there's one specific. Uh, resource that I just didn't have any of and I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do about it. Like, I have an abundance of all the other- like even one of the resources called exotic. Uh, and in your mind that's supposed to be like a rare material, but I had- that was the thing I had the most of. 
so something was going on there and i don't think it was just me it sounds like other people have i've, I've read a lot of comments of people saying turn it down to easy so uh, and it was i think one of the first things i said to you guys was are you guys finding this hard like <laughs> is it, or is it just me am i just shit uh but yeah it seems like everybody else has turned it down so that's cool anyway we kind of sk- skipped over the story like the initial story stuff you, you're basically a, a person that that is uh this facility you're on has been taken over by aliens and you're trying to work out what is going on it's kind of even hard to talk about the start of that game because it's got twists and turns um anyway it's a very like it's reminiscent of of games like bioshock and system shock um thief uh what else is there that that i'm kind of thinking of Uh, mm, yeah those they're kind of like the three that really come to mind deus ex as well they're the 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 big ones that really that you can see this game takes a lot of influence from And, and then there's obviously horror theme stuff like um uh alien and uh maybe the thing you could see some stuff from that yeah um or what's that is it event horizon i'm thinking of could be yeah is that the one with sam neil yes it is yeah let's go with that one yeah being like trapped on this space station or this facility that has just got weird stuff going on uh i i what i think it doesn't do right either is the I don't think there's a like a large variety of enemies either. Once you've played the first couple of hours of it, you've you've pretty much seen everything that kind of throws at you. They they do a point where you get to a stage and oh now it's a greater mimic. It just means it does takes more hit points to kill. <laughs> it doesn't really do anything else. It turns um, into other things. Yeah, like bigger stuff, but otherwise it's the same thing you think you've seen before, or there's a greater phantom. Um and there's really only like f- I think five or six types of air enemy types and and uh, you know this guy now shoots he shoots flames and this one is an electricity one uh, there's not much variety you, you kind of don't get to the end of the game and it's like oh here's something new and, and interesting uh, games like um, Bi- like Bioshock Infinite did uh, I think the pacing of dishing out different types of enemies really well towards the end of the game you started seeing things like the the Boys of Silence where you had the uh, the enemies that those giant cones on their heads that would be uh, they'd like uh, alarm other enemies that were like nearby you and had to avoid them. Like at least with that game, they threw different things at you and it kind of escalated up to a point. Whereas I feel like in Prey, you've pretty much seen everything you can in the first couple of hours of that game. First, even like before halfway, you've seen it all, and um, and then it goes from being a survival horror game to just for me at least i was just running around because i'd seen everything i wasn't scared of anything anymore and i knew that i could take stuff on you know uh it's not like holy shit um like what am i supposed to do up against this thing i'd encountered so many of them that i knew i knew how to deal with them now i just run up and either slow down time and just bash them with a wrench a couple of you know three or four hits and that was it um so it kind of took out the horror element of the game at that point um because i just wasn't seeing anything new after that so that's- but you bumped it down easy you can't fucking knock the game for that you can't knock the game because you were no longer scared of shit because you knocked it down a fucking easy and weren't scared of anything anymore Why? Well, that's yeah, ridiculous i'm saying it was e- i wasn't scared of anything because i'd seen everything 
It, do- yeah, it doesn't you- give you no. any other enemy types to, to take on. But if you were still playing like you were afraid of fucking combat, like if you were still playing like the things that you were seeing were scary, then you wouldn't be like you never see anything other than the fucking alien in Alien, and doesn't mean it doesn't. It's not scary. Doesn't mean Aliens isn't scary, right? Like, you know, but just, because what I'm saying is that I know how to deal with these things now. So when I see. But you only—that's what I'm saying. You only know how to deal with them because you knocked it down to easy. Otherwise, you wouldn't have any fucking ammo to deal with shit. But that wouldn't be any fun because I'd be just hitting everything with a wrench, was what I was doing before. Even though I like they, I wasn't scared of the things I was at. It was just frustrating because every time I'd run up to something, I'd be like, "Well, now all I'm doing is hitting shit with a wrench for ten minutes. They're not killing me, but (laughs) I'm just running around in circles. Like that's not fun gameplay." I think you've like I think there's a disconnect here. That's all. I think there's a disconnect between the concept of it being like not scary because you've seen everything and it being not scary because you're playing it on easy and it's inherently less scary as a result. I, I and seeing how I have taken the position of defense counsel fucking prey and you are the fucking prosecution, I'm not going to allow you to get away with that. Oh. That's all. That's all. You know, the jury will decide, okay, the jury being our listeners, who is who is more correct. And allow me to remind the, our jury, our very handsome and, uh, you know, intelligent jury, that uh, I was the first to uh, point this out uh, and uh, that Luke would have you. Luke was saying nasty things about you before yeah. uh, court was in session. But- Regardless, uh, yeah. All I'm saying is, uh, yeah, you can. I, you know, objection. Yeah. I guess is what I'm driving at here. What, what I'm looking at now is the uh, the prey Metacritic score, and there's an outlier on here. The top score on there appears to be yours uh, at a nine point five. Yeah, that's because yeah. I'm the only one who fucking gets it. Yeah, even though the average is a, uh, it's an eighty three on PC at the moment. It's an eighty on PlayStation. What's the what's the lowest on Metacritic there? On Metacritic, uh, there's the lowest six score here on, on PC. Six. A six. So it does. It, do you think it deserves a six? It's got a six coming to it, I suppose. Yeah, let's 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 bump down my score to a six. That's what I said, right? I think I think you did say that. I yeah. think I said seven point five or an eight. I haven't determined a score. I didn't need to slap a score on my review. The six out of ten said. Uh, said that Prey doesn't do anything new at all. Everything it's done has been done in other games before. I think the thing that it does new is stuff like the Mimic stuff. Nope. Uh, Not according to the 6 out of 10, which is the real outlier. Seeing how it is. No. Mine is closer. You're a whole one point and a half off the the average. I'm, I'm... 12, 12 points off the average of 83. No, and this looking- is 23 points off the uh, the the average. So We're looking at the PlayStation score now. <laughs> Nobody's looking. Why would we look at the PlayStation? It's got, even- more, it's got more reviews. I shouldn't be in that one. Yeah. I didn't review the game on PlayStation. So, yeah, I'm not even in that one. So, it doesn't <laughs> even count. Anyway. Um, uh I think the game technically runs amazing. I don't understand why they switched engines. Like, why is this game being made on 
the cry engine, but Dishonored was put on. Uh, was it is it id tech? Um, Dishonored. I think it was its own thing, wasn't it? Wasn't it like it? Maybe. I had a feeling it was like a, a weird hybrid id tech. I'm just looking now. Um, Multiple of the the lowest reviews have written that uh, it's like some the game is highly linear. Okay. Shall we use this as a, ladies and gentlemen of the jury? Could uh, I use this as a, an opportunity to point out that Bethesda's idiotic review mechanism uh, of only sending shit out six hours before it fucking releases will actually result in this sort of shit? It is not Bethesda's fault that some of my peers are fucking idiots uh, and incapable of doing their fucking jobs properly. Right, that's not Bethesda's fault, but they have created a situation hmm. where it is bound to happen. They have fucking set it up to fail. Perhaps that, that's what they're trying to do. Maybe that's their fucking plan: is to ruin games criticism by fucking making it like, well, these fucktards said it was fucking a linear f- experience that you could play it all through the one way it was everyone would have the same experience when that's clearly not true maybe that's maybe that's Bethesda's plan I've seen a video you can finish in 20 minutes I've seen a video you can finish it in 12 minutes wow yeah it's pretty linear you can finish it in uh, that that is that I took two hours per minute Of that, of the world's record fucking speedrun now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's that's what's going to happen. Is like if you, if you give fucking some unscrupulous games reviewers the opportunity to attempt to finish a game in six hours, then they're going to attempt to finish it in six hours and then write the review based off their wholly uninformed experience. That's the situation that Bethesda... That's the fucking platform that Bethesda has constructed. And whether or not it is designed to make games critics hang themselves from it, I don't know. But uh, that's what fucking bunch of them did, which is stupid. So, as a result, uh, ultra low scores of Prey. Uh, I'm not... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Some of them are very questionable. Maybe they're just trying to make sure they don't dish out those bonuses. Ah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's over 80, right? So I don't know. It depends on what the contract said. Maybe it was an 8.5. Ah, uh, disappointing. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, anyway, so I, I think the uh, the tech is a lot better. <laughs> I, um, oh, yeah. I I had the thing running on Ultra or the, the hot, whatever the highest setting is that the game goes at 1080p on PC and mm-hmm. was getting nothing below 80 frames on average it was up around 100 um there was one area that it dropped quite dramatically but other than that one area uh it was pretty solid for the most most of the time so i'm curious if you got did you have any points where it just completely tanked power plant yeah power plant yeah 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 Yeah. okay yeah um 
so for me, that's the one spot where it just completely shit itself. But otherwise, flawless. Uh, I think that level. I think that level was just too resource too, intensive. Too and big. then when they dumped a whole bunch of stuff into it, yeah, they just never had a fucking hope. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, but otherwise, uh, ran otherwise it was yep. much much better than uh, Dishonored Two, which I still haven't gone back to. Didn't have any. I don't think I had any crashes at all. Alt tabbed fine. Game paused when you alt tabbed it. That yep. was all sweet. Uh, technically, the only issue that I had was audio problems. Um, and you, you, it seems like you and Nate didn't have any issues. But since since the games come out, I did read some stuff. People having the same problem. The audio mixing is, for my end, was just shit house. I don't know what right. is going on. Uh, but the the audio logs that you pick up throughout the environment were really soft on my end. I couldn't I couldn't hear them at all. So what I had to do is turn down the uh, the music and then turn down the uh, uh, what is it called? Um, just like gameplay audio. I think there's yeah. three different audio types. I turned down music to like 30% game audio down to like 50% and then kept the voice audio stuff up. But the actual, I don't think that actually affects it much. The, uh, the audio in terms of who, like people that are speaking to you, I think that's the one that's tied to the voice audio. So the, the actual audio logs aren't affected at all. So even though I've tried to tinker around with it, it didn't, didn't help much at all. Um, I'm just kind of just, quite disappointing because at some stage I just couldn't hear things what people were saying so I had to have like subtitles on and, and that sort of stuff uh, and and by tinkering with that stuff I would run into cases where I couldn't I couldn't hear gameplay stuff that was happening as well at some stages so I was quite, quite anno- annoying it seems like there's some sort of weird mixing going on there because um, a lot of other people that I've seen on the reddit uh, and Steam um, discussion board have said they've had similar experiences where the, something's off with the the audio mixing. Bits are really loud, and then other bits are really soft, and that's the uh, that's what exactly what I had. So I don't I don't know why you guys have had something different. It's it's weird. Maybe because I'm running it in seven point one or something. I, I'm not yeah, too maybe. sure. But uh, the the going back to the audio, the soundtrack's really cool. The bits that I listen to. Uh, the stuff Mick Gordon's done in, in this one is is awesome. It's got a really unique, distinct tone, and I think it's one of the best soundtracks of this year so far. The bits that I've listened to, at least, it just kind of sucks that I had to turn it down because I couldn't hear what the fuck is going on. So that was... Um, yeah, that stuff's really good. Uh, but yeah, my other big complaints are... I guess the way the story wraps up. I think the story stuff from the start to the end is really good the way it kind of goes from mission to mission and uh how it's not a linear game like you can branch off and play the game your own way do a bunch of side stuff i just think the end part uh i don't like the way they they handle it at all so well we can't talk about that we can't talk about it objection another objection sustained it's like it's like a, a baby wrote it the ending i don't know what's going on Stop talking. Like a baby joke. This, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I cannot believe you're doing this. Yeah. Uh, but the rest, like the, the other story stuff, the way that there's a lot of choices throughout the game is really interesting. How that you can kind of lock yourself out of content as well. Yeah. Or, or it, it branches off and, and comes back later on. And there's stuff like that. That's really awesome. And 
like the level design, the uniqueness of how each area has a distinct feel and look is is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the power, the neuro mods, I think, is an interesting, like the way that they kind of allow you to interact with the world and how that is like another part of how you can play the game for me i I didn't even touch really too much the alien stuff there's like an there's like a it's kind of split up into two like the human neuro mods and then there's like alien ones as well and i didn't really play with the alien ones at all because again that affects outcomes of what happens in the game and i kind of wanted to experience um just one type of of playing it it seems like which is kind of maybe something we should have tinkered with a bit more but it sounds like me you and nate both played it or all three of us played it the same type of way by just sticking with the human side of the mods yeah yeah like yeah definitely something we could have experimented with a bit more but uh i was i was i was doing it for story reasons uh yeah same uh, but I also appreciated the, cha- the extra challenge that it added um, because I feel like, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> there is a, a there is a worry I have that we might have forced ourselves into our own resource management crisis by specifically never really using the aliens an entire well, yeah, like. I think I think I finished the game with like fucking sixty of those psi hypos mm-hmm. that you use to re up your entire like your psi bar, right? I never fucking used the things. I think I had probably at least a hundred and something. Yeah, but I was selling them throughout the game, so right. Y- you can um you can split them up, and I would carry maybe ten. Yeah, and, and then I just ditch them all into this recycling machine which is also i think another really interesting uh like thing they've put in there which we talked about before that you can grab your objects from your inventory chuck them in this recycle machine and then it kind of spits out these little cubes that you use to put into another machine and then that has like a 3d printing type uh thing where it spits out stuff that you want like i want more ammo or i want a pistol um or i need to make this object that serves a story point um i think that stuff is really cool and it kind of speaks to the way things are going these days with people 3d printing stuff yeah Um, it's kind of a look into where stuff like things may end up We, we we've seen star trek play with replicate was replicators yeah and uh you know walking up to a machine and saying you know this is the type of food i want or whatever and clicking a button and then all of a sudden it's there or like engineering parts and and that sort of thing this kind of takes it to that level but incorporates modern day tech which is interesting yeah Uh, but yeah going back to like neuromods i do feel that we did lock ourselves out of gameplay stuff but also they they hint at things happening if you do go down that route. And I didn't want to experience that sort of stuff. I wanted to stick on, on this side of the story and see what happened. So, um, maybe if they didn't warn you or, or, or tell you about some of that stuff and just kind of let you do it the way you want to, I yeah. might have explored that a bit more. Maybe, maybe I will concede that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe it was just like a an unfortunate thing that kind of just happens. <laughs> uh, that that might have just been like, oh shit, I didn't think of that, um, yeah. which could have been cool. But anyway, um, I don't know what else there is to talk about without spoiling too much more. But like overall, I I really enjoyed the game. There's just things that kind of stick out. Um, it, like it would have got another half a point for me, or if the technical stuff that I experienced with it worked. Um, there were two, two or three objectives, side objectives that I couldn't finish, uh, which right. bugged out on me. So, you know, maybe an extra point if the sound was working and the technical bugs were sort of ironed about out a bit more. But you know, that's just my experience that I had with it. Sure. Um, but otherwise, like. Me sh- complaining about the story. I think the entire story was really good and well done. I just didn't like the way it wrapped up and the way it ended. Um, yeah, the, like the zero G stuff is really cool. It's it's really it's really awesome to have all these in- interconnected environments and you go from level to level. But then being able to go outside this this facility and and seeing it from the outside and and being able to venture around and then travel between stuff that way is really cool um yeah it's just like a it makes it feel like it's a a real place at least yeah um whereas you you can kind of play a game like uh bioshock or or half-life and go from environment to environment but not really get an understanding of what this entire area is like whereas this you kind of you get a full-scale view of what's going on and and uh get an idea of how you know things function like there's a power plant in there you can go down to an area and they're using like eels to power this thing and they they kind of they've got this world and they've thought about what makes it tick and and how things work and you get to see that stuff that's in there and I don't think a lot of games really do that. <laughs> yeah. Just the good ones. It's yeah. Like, it's, they explain the- how things work. Usually, it's just like, oh, well, fucking magic. I don't know. But in yeah. this one, you go there and that stuff is actually working and it's happening. And you read up emails and you, you know what's going on. Like, there's stuff that you find um, later on. And uh, like we were talking to Nate about this the other day and he was- saying how he found some stuff and we're like oh yeah that's because that's the, the reason that is is because it's explained in an email you mustn't have read that one mm. um i don't want to talk about what that is but there's there's things that you come across that n- are not necessarily obvious but you'll you'll be able to find little bits and pieces that kind of tell you a bit, a bit more about this world and why things are done this way uh, and i think that's really cool I, i'm not the type of person i've said this before that reads uh emails and audio log uh, sorry i listen to audio logs but i don't usually read giant vast amounts of emails but in this game i found myself doing that and at least going through them and wanting to explore um what was going on because i just found it interesting and fascinating what was you know how this world was created and what was what was going on i wanted to know more about it like the mysterious nature of of uh everything that was happening so i thought that was done really well yeah yeah, yeah like, it, th- that's yep. basically, that's a, a lot of what I love about it is that attention to detail and getting lost in the world and all that kind of shit. I think I wrote about it in my review, but uh, it was, it's like they, they full-blown committed to creating this entire world and 
Uh, I don't think it's it's not quite as memorable as maybe Bioshock was because Bioshock filled it with people like humans, but the humans yeah. they filled it with were much larger than life. There were all these fucking overachieving uh, libertarian nutjobs. Hmm. While this, like, while Talos One is filled with these like blank slates. <laughs> Like, well, regular people, right? Like, just regular people who are trying to live on a fucking space station. Yeah. I can maybe name two people. people. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like, you don't necessarily... Like, they've all got names. You don't necessarily remember all their names, though I never remembered all the names of the people at my fucking... At any of my jobs either. I just remember the important ones. Hmm. Um, but you can remember what they were getting up to, right? You can remember all the the, the things, the the little side stories they had, and the the writing was such that like they did such a spectacular job of of sort of roping you in thanks to that writing. And yeah, yeah. Um, they they also do some cool stuff with like. Um, like puzzle there's some cool puzzle stuff that's in there as well it's not necessarily all just exploration and gun combat there are a few things that allow you to uh complete complete little objectives that aren't necessarily uh running from you know fetch quests or anything like that so i thought that was really cool as well um the other thing i was going to say was I can't talk about that because that's a spoiler. I've got my notes. I'm just looking at my notes. Solid. Yeah. No, I can't talk about any of this stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. W- wait, what's this one? No. Yeah, I can't talk about that. Anyway, I- I've kind of just hinted at it. But there's there's other things that happen throughout the world that's like not just necessarily going from one place to other. There's like cool cool little moments that uh, that really you don't see see much in other games. Um what I will say is the hacking minigame, I think it, that's shit. Uh, I, I don't, don't think I failed that once at all throughout the entire game. Um, it wasn't challenging at all on PC. I, maybe it's harder on console, but it, I thought it was stupid. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, looking at, like, Bioshock's hacking minigame wasn't necessarily, uh, you know, groundbreaking either. It was a needle that moved from side to side. And you click mm-hmm. the button to get in the green zone. Yeah. But at least that was... What I will say is that was kind of a little challenging. Like, you could fail that. Whereas this, I didn't feel like I could fail it at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not... And I keep going back to games like Bioshock because I feel like that's the pinnacle of these types of games. And that's definitely... You can look at Prey and see where the influences come. Yeah. Uh I, I'm super confused about. I'm, I guess everybody was, but why they kept this prey name? Yeah, it's weird because uh, I think they've they've said it that it's got nothing to do with prey in the past, um, it, it, and it doesn't. It's got nothing to do with the original prey. I don't know why uh, it's got that name. It's really weird. It's it's not like prey is a the name alone is a giant like brand name either. I don't get it at all. They could have named it anything. It's super strange. I read somewhere that the reason was, um, so they like they pitched 
at Bethesda that they had a game that they wanted to make, and it was basically System Shock. They wanted to make this System Shock game, and like, was Bethesda in? And Bethesda were like, "Yep, we'll do it." Hmm. but you have to call it Prey. And Bethesda did that because Prey 2 wasn't going to come out. They purchased the um, the license off Human Head yep. and they didn't want it to go to waste. And so they were like, well, fuck it. Let's do that instead. They could have made Prey 2, the bounty hunter game that I saw at E3. It looked awesome. I know, I know. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> let's not. Let's I don't not want to talk upset. about that. Yeah. yeah, that could have been the ten job. Uh could have been. <laughs> could have been. Yeah. All right. Should we? Is there anything else you want to say about? You didn't really say much. I think I said stuff, but you a lot of the stuff. stuff I had have to say, I will hold back for the spoiler cast. Because uh, you said you look apart from the parts where like I specifically and. Uh, loudly disagree with you we're we're like we're on the same like track on a lot of shit in that game uh i did have one bug that you didn't have uh and this so it's definitely but that's like that's these system heavy games they're always gonna have bugs right like uh there's always gonna be bugs and i don't think you can like i think it's just the the trade-off the you gotta fucking accept a couple of fucking hitches for something as remarkable as uh something that combines as many systems together as prey does but uh on the other hand i'm not excusing there is a fucking there's a game breaking save bug uh if that happens to you that that's not that's not acceptable um, it's a bit shit yeah i think ign's reviewer had that right uh yeah yeah so yeah that's that's not acceptable but yeah little little bugs that you can get away with around you know that that's okay and so i had one where near the end of the game every time i'd spawn into an area or or travel to an area um every time i do it i would spawn into the geometry of the um of the world oh yeah 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 so uh i had to find a way out of it and uh it got to the point that uh i it was like i was traveling to this place to and from this place so often and i was spawning in the geometry that uh, i efficiently mapped a path to getting out of the geometry very quickly which isn't really something that should happen in my opinion but uh yeah yeah i had a a game breaker so i had a few instances where things were spawning inside of walls right which is a bit weird but otherwise yeah, yeah it didn't break it like didn't break the game for me yeah but for me the most the most broken thing was the audio that was probably about as much as i had yeah but then that was just like oh this is so annoying so i thought like the, the start of it the atmosphere of that music playing and stuff is really cool and then having to turn that down because i just couldn't hear mm. anything else was a bit shit Hmm. yep anyway all right so we're going to do a, a prey spoiler cast at um some stage in the next week or two yep and we'll release that everybody will get to listen to it and uh we'll, we'll go in depth hopefully by then you know a lot of you will be finished have finished it and you'll be able to listen to our thoughts and what we think of the story and the gameplay mechanics all that fun stuff yep
Uh, if you've got any questions for the spoiler cast, any questions about Prey or anything like that, anything you'd like us to look into specifically for the spoiler cast, yeah. send us an email. Or- send, I, w- I think send us an email is probably best. Yeah. The so GA get- podcast, GA podcast at gmail.com, just so you're not posting it in the um, in the Discord in the and it Discord. gets lost. Yep. Well, not, not only that, but it might spoil it for other people. Good point. Especially if it's story-related stuff. Yeah, um, true. Maybe there's things you didn't like or things you really liked about it you want to talk about and have us discuss yep. it. But, yeah, you don't want to ruin it for other people. So, yeah, email us is probably the best. Yep. Um, All right. Is that it? Uh, That is it. Cool. Should we just muse? Yep. Darksiders 3 is being announced. I think we were recording while this was announced last week. We just missed it. Uh, yeah, we just missed it. Yeah, because that's right. Because we finished recording, jumped into play some uh, Battlegrounds and noticed it had been announced. Anyway. or No, sorry. It was leaked. By uh, Amazon. Yeah, it was leaked by... Uh, I didn't know it was Amazon. But yeah, it was definitely th- leaked while we were recording or whatever. Yeah, Amazon and, had uh, a retail uh, page up for it. and Then 505 jumped in and like, yeah, announced it sort yeah. of the, the way you do when the cat's out of the bag or whatever. Yeah, which a bit unfortunate. IGN was working on the exclusive for that, <laughs> who had been doing exclusive for a, a little while, so kind of sucks for them, but... Um, Darksiders 3, yeah, it's it's being created by a team that worked on the previous two games. Um, not necessarily... I don't think Joe Mad's involved at all. Yeah. And, um, and I don't think the other co-creator of the studio, I don't remember his name, but I feel like I've interviewed him before at some stage. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, a lot of the key people that did work on the past two games are involved with this one. So... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure what I think at the moment. You're playing as Fury, one of the four horse horsemen, but she's a horse lady and a horsewoman, and uh, it's supposedly set around the same time as the original two. So the first one kind of ended on a cliffhanger, if I recall, and then the second one took place before the first one, but kind of uh, still the timeline shifted into the second one and kind of ended where the second ended where the first one ended as well is that how Hmm. it kind of went i don't really remember i thought it was a prequel but it ended in the same sort of spot as the first one is that right i think so something like that (laughs) i I, it was a long time ago and uh and i think this one again is set (laughs) not after those events but somewhere around the same sort of period so we're still not going to get any answers about what happened in that first game. Yep. Yeah. So uh, this time, first one was War. Second game was playing as Death. Third game will be Fury, who has a whip. Yes. And that's about as much as I know. That's about all I know as well. I'm hoping it's more like Dark Souls 1 than Dark Souls 2, because I didn't like the loot mechanic in Dark Souls 2. Okay. Kind of foretold where Zelda went, though, right? What? Well, Zelda went and introduced a loot mechanic. Oh, not not in the same way. The loot mechanic in Darksiders 2 was like fucking Diablo loot or whatever the fuck. It was shit. I hated it. Drove me bananas. Did you just say Diablo loot is shit? <laughs> no, it was a shit implementation. Uh, fair enough. Um, I watched some of the gameplay. It looks super early. At least the UI looked early. 
Um, yeah, I like. I don't think it's coming out anytime soon, and I think that makes this leak a little bit even worse. To be honest, uh, I guess they were like even less prepared. I don't know. Well, but but they were working on a reveal for it. It just happened a day early. Um, no, it, it. I thought they just went live with the reveal. That day, I thought the reveal wasn't due for a little bit. Oh, okay. Maybe. I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know. I, I knew know. that they- I know that they'd been working on it. Yeah. They came out and said that, you know, IGN at least came out and said they'd be working on this kind of sucks, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah looks, I'd like to see It more just looks that. very minimalist, uh, the UI. That's why I figured- it, I don't know. The graphics look okay, but yeah, the UI just looks real, yeah, minimal playing at the moment mm. all right well i guess we'll see more of that as things come out um i don't know who's looking after that locally i haven't seen any emails <laughs> do you know no no idea but it's 505 so i'm sure we can find out um do we know what engine it is uh, i i honestly have not paid too i'm checking much out the checking out the gameplay reveal trailer now and it looks like Unity, but surely not, right? Like, <laughs> it's like Unity. It does. Uh, I think it does. I don't know. I'm not saying it is, but it looks like it. Um, yeah, anyway, um, hopefully it's good. Yeah. Hopefully. All right. Fingers crossed. Uh, that first game was awesome. Yes. Yep. Uh, all right. I thought you were going to say something. Uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds has sold 2 million copies on PC spectacular that's bananas it is bananas yep um steam charts i think the other day was it like a or whatever the steam uh you know they do like their numbers this is how many players we've got there was yep. like well today they've hit a peak of 161,000 players holy shit which is a lot that's it's currently that's third the third biggest game yep yeah it's it's um it's not like hitting Dota and Counter-Strike numbers, but for a <laughs> an early access yeah, $30 game. Yeah, indie title, technically, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. solid. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're going to hit three soon. Like, the, just these numbers just keep going up, um, so it wouldn't surprise me. What I'm really curious to see is how this unfolds in the AAA scene. Yeah, what what we're gonna see? I don't think we're gonna see it at this E three. Maybe maybe they might. Some of them might announce something, um, only because even H one Z one or H one Z one was quite a big game. But I think now you've got two big games that are the same style. Mm-hmm. What are the AAA uh, publishers going to look at and say? All right, how do we get some of this pie? Exactly. Is- yeah. Is is okay. that something that comes out maybe next E three we we see, or, or next you know twenty eighteen they start bringing something out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because like the division sort of tried it right with its last, not most recent but the previous, um, like update it sort of did not exactly that but something sort of along the lines of the battle royale stuff and mm-hmm. i think yeah the success of battlegrounds is just gonna sort of confirm 
that it's worth looking into. Yeah, because the original idea of what I thought um, the division was going to be was this giant city that you roamed around in and you'd be playing your mission and kind of run into other players. That's that's Holy shit, I- do you know what just occurred to me? What's that? The top three most played games on Steam. Yeah. They were all mods first. Yeah. Counter-Strike mod, Dota mod, Battlegrounds mod. Team Holy Fortress. fuck. Team Fortress mod. Yeah. Yeah. H- wow. H1Z1. What do you mean? No, don't. Isn't, H- isn't, isn't King of the Hill Kill uh, uh, like a... Yeah, it's, it's the same. It's Battlegrounds. It's the oh, same okay. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's what Valve does, right? <laughs> I, yeah. But no, that's just staggering to me. Like, I don't know. It's just weird that we keep we seeing keep having people this. restrict yeah. like, the ability for mod makers to make the best big new game. And yet, at the same time, the biggest games are fucking mods or born of mods. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a missed opportunity to me. Anyway. Definitely. What's up uh, next? What else you got? Uh, indie developer changes Pray for the Gods to avoid being uh, sued by Bethesda. Yeah. They've they've now changed it to Pray for the Gods, but it's spelt differently. Yeah. P-R-A-E-Y. Um, I... I read this, and uh, I think later on, Pete Hines, I think made a made a statement about it, and um, and uh, maybe it wasn't Pete Hines, I don't know, but they basically came out and said that we like we didn't really have a choice in terms of what we could do with this. Like we needed to challenge this trademark, otherwise we lose it. Yeah, and I, I just don't buy that at all. It, it's not. I mean, they're using a one word, pray, and it's not like Bethesda fucking, that's a, a word they made up. Yeah. It's not fucking Player Unknown's Battlegrounds or, or like, it's not a, a title like that. It's literally pray. Uh, mm-hmm. I, and and it, this isn't the first time that Bethesda's done this. They've done this before when they went after like Mojang for their game called Scrolls. And they were like, you can't call it Scrolls because- we have a game called The Elder Scrolls. <laughs> um, I, I just think it's complete horseshit, and I don't buy their excuse at all. Uh, yeah. Yeah, basically. I mean, it's... it's. I don't know. It's, in this case, uh, it just seems overly litigious. Yeah. Uh, and that's saying something, considering how litigious Zenimax already is. Uh, but, yeah. Mm. I could understand if this was called Pray for the Gods and it was a sci-fi space shooter thing, but it's not. It was it's like a arty third person game. Um like we see this stuff with mobile in the mobile space where a game will come out. Even like a PC game will come out and then someone create a a mobile game with a similar name and similar look and art style and whatnot and it's just yeah. Like they'll rip people off that way, but this isn't. This is not what they're doing at all. Uh, I, I just, I think it's it's shit, and it just Zenimax up to their usual antics of suing everybody that they can. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd talk about that because I thought it was interesting. 
Cool. And I like pooping on them. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed Origins. Origins uh, reveals that uh, the next Assassin's Creed will almost definitely be set in Egypt. Okay. So we're going back to, uh, back to the deserts. So I missed this news. Uh, I'm going to quickly look for it today. Was it today? But, uh, oh, ish. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, it looks like, yeah. Looks like we'll be going to Egypt. Not a lot of details yet, but yeah, Assassin's Creed Origins. You'll kill uh, crocodiles. There's uh, at least some sailing involved. There's boats on the Nile, shit like that. Uh, but the other thing is uh, someone is putting together a case that Far Cry 5 will be set in a Western setting. Oh, Okay. So uh, okay. while we're on Ubisoft's rumor shit, uh, like a Wild West type deal, yeah. Oh, oh, Western. I thought you were talking about like, like a city. Uh, no, no. Western uh, sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Hopefully, like we don't get Western games apart from Red Dead Redemption this year. So good luck with that. Yeah, um, exactly. But the the type of Western shooters that we've had, first person shooters, is stuff like the Call of Warriors games. Um, or sorry, game. I think they only made one, didn't they? One, one Western. I, I yeah. didn't play it, but two, three. I don't know. Yeah, well, call the yeah. I don't know. I, I think they went modern pretty quickly, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Might not be a Far Cry game. Might be a return to Call of Juarez. I would prefer a Far Cry game, uh, but yeah. Yeah. So this is the. I'm just looking at that image now. This is the second leaked uh, image from this, right? There was one a while back where it was supposedly a leaked image set in Egypt for Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know the timeline. I just saw this today. I definitely remember. Ish. Yeah. And just thought it was interesting that we're getting a bunch of Ubisoft rumors all at the same time. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Cool. I think you kind of tuned out on the the Assassin's Creed stuff, though, right? Did you? you didn't I have. Yeah. No, I didn't play the last one. I, I played the last one a little bit, um, which I talked about on here, but it seemed all right. I never. Yeah. I, I, the problem with that is that they they were doing too many all the time, and you get burnt out. Um, yep. So, if it was a series that was doing it every two to three years and yeah i could see myself playing it but we had like nine years straight of assassin's creed and i'm exaggerating but uh we had a lot of them it might have even been nine games it's got to be close yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah just kind of got burnt out so a bit unfortunate but we've it's been a while since the last one at least so if it is this year yeah definitely um, check it out yeah, I'll, I'll have a look. Cool. Um, ready or not video. This is the, uh, the SWAT. SWAT inspired game. I saw something about this like two days ago or yesterday. Yeah. Didn't really watch it, but I think it was like a CG trailer or something. Um, it's There's some gameplay up on their website, on their actual website. But yeah, Firestorm sent me a link uh, and uh, Z-Doctor... Prom, uh, poked me about it as well. Um, yeah, it's it looks like the SWAT game that I've really wanted to play. Uh, looks, you know, gritty and hardcore and all that kind of shit. Um, 
can't wait. I can't wait to play it with anyone who'll play it with me and watch as I tase them in the fucking back. Have they? Is it a? It's a SWAT game, is it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um. Have they said, like, is it a campaign game? Is it a multiplayer? Single player, multiplayer, co-op campaign. They're saying all the right things at the moment, though. Not a lot of details yet, but, um, yeah, we're talking uh, a lean system, door control, uh, like, proper fucking bullet collision with, like, armor and penetration through walls and all that kind of shit and visceral blood and fucking all that kind of shit as well and yeah uh yeah i'm as soon as i can get in i'm in i'll tell you that uh yeah it looks fucking awesome i'm about it go to their website voidinteractive.net if you want to have a look at it uh you can yeah you can see gameplay they're not actually showing gameplay uh, directly, but you can actually like sort of sort of see the gameplay um, by uh, just watching behind the like stand fast uh, stand first rather on the main screen. Looks, it looks good. Okay, uh, I don't know how I feel about a name. Ready or not? Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't really. It's not very swatty. <laughs> it's not, is it? No. It's a bit more um, child's game, but whatever. I don't mind. Yeah. I'm okay. Um, speaking about video games, that's what we do. Uh, oh, Friday thanks. the 13th game is coming out on, I think, May the 26th. I saw the date. Uh, is that something you're interested in? Uh, I'll have a look. Because uh, I want to check that out. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. Yeah, it's a uh, it's in the same style of, of horror game of maybe Dead by Daylight or um, I saw there's a new map and stuff coming out for that too. Dead but... by Daylight, yeah, tomorrow. Um, right. Yeah, but Friday the Thirteenth is like a one versus five survival game where someone plays as as Jason and yep. has to capture the other players or, or or dismember them or kill them, whatever. And uh, the other players have to try and escape. Yeah. And it's in... It was in, like, early access for people that supported their Patreon or Kickstarter. Um, It seemed a bit janky then, but it's still something I want to check out and see kind of how it plays. It looks kind of cool. Yeah. So, I'm sure we'll... I just wanted to see if anyone else wanted to play with me. (laughs) I'm down to have a look at it. When does it release? Uh, So, May, May 26th. Okay. So, in two weeks. Cool. So, if we can get, like, five or six people around and um, check that out, that would be fun, I think. Yep. Yeah. Uh, You were saying something. Dead by Daylight. Yeah. So, there's an update coming out tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow or the day after. I'm not too sure what the day is that they've announced the release date. I think they said the 11th, but I don't know what day that is in America Um, or whatever. They're in Europe, so, yeah. They're uh, releasing a new a new survivor and a new killer. The killer is a uh, the, like a doctor who electrocutes people. Um, he's got like two modes. One is like a, a passive mode that, as he's electrocuting the people, it, it drives them like insane. And okay. the higher 
um, insane ranking they are, the uh, it triggers like random shit to happen. They'll randomly scream or they'll get a random uh. trigger event that comes up on their scream, uh, s- screen. Uh, and I guess a few other things. I haven't really talked too much about it. I'm just kind of going off what I read on Reddit today. Sure. And, and uh, he's got another mode where he can, I guess, hit people, but whatever. It's it's supposed to, um, I guess, invoke the like scary nature of the game again, right? As opposed to, uh, it got the meta kind of got to where the survivors were running around and and it was the survivors doing the chasing type thing. Like they weren't really scared of the yep. killers anymore. It got to that point. Um, so anyway, the new survivor is, <laughs> from what I understood, she's an esports player. Uh, on a professional team called the Laser Bears. And uh, I think her special abilities are um, she can avoid, if she triggers a a failed um, check, like a checkpoint, a check mark, then she can also counter that. So she she must have a second attempt at it or something. Um, She's also got an ability where every time she vaults over something, I think it gives her a little speed burst. And then she also has the third one, which I can't remember off the top of my head. So, I don't know. I was reading some stuff. Some people seem pretty, like, not impressed with the first one because good players don't really need that. Um, But the second one that I just spoke about seems like it's all right. So, we'll see what happens. The uh, killer looked really creepy. If you get a chance to check out. I've seen it. It's fucking weird. Yeah, he is pretty quick, creepy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it sounds like the map is going to be pretty interesting as well. It's going to be a all, all indoors map. And they're trying to put some uh, like weird lighting effects in there where certain areas won't be lit well. So it'll allow the um, survivors to hide in like a corner and hopefully mm. not be seen. So it'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. And I'll definitely check it out. Um. I did try and play that game about two weeks ago, and they uh, they changed the engine to the new uh, Unreal, one of the new Unreal versions, and they made a bunch of UI changes in there, and um, apparently some performance fixes and whatnot. So, yeah, I, I, I think the player base has been dropping, though. No question. I, I can probably attribute that to a lot of the streamers moving to other games, like... Um, battlegrounds and that sort of stuff so could be yeah yeah anyway they're still updating it every week and whatnot so that's kind of cool voice should we do emails or yes let's um, do it do we have any emails i thought uh, we had one or two really i'll have a quick look uh let's have it but G- you can email us the ga podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us or you can ask a question on Discord. How do you do that? The gapodcast.com slash Discord. That'll take you to our, our um, Discord channel. It'll open the program for you. You just click the button. That's it. It's easy. We've got about 70... I think we've got 75 people in our Discord channel now. It's pretty good. Solid. A lot of people playing. Oh, we've got... Right now, we've got somehow six people playing PUBG. <laughs> Classic. Not sure what is happening there. We do have an email. Simon writes in. And this is, uh, he writes in about some news that we missed. Rugby League Live 4, he writes. Just saw a Facebook slash PS4 ad 
Rugby League Live 4. I hope this will be considered for Gap's Game of the Year, or at least a spoiler cast for it, I have to pray. Uh, the graphics look amazing, which is all that's important to me. It'll be a day one buy. Not a day one buy, which is, doesn't really translate uh, over audio, but it's it's a clever uh, play on words using substituting buy, B-U-Y, for buy, B-Y-E. Uh, good, good email, Simon. Um, day one buy for me as well, no question. Can't wait to... Uh, can't wait to steal some oxygen all over again. <laughs> I had a look. The graphics are actually pretty fucking good, to be honest. Uh, can't wait to see how it looks in motion. That'll be the real test. Um, the re- Yeah, the real test will be collisions. Collisions between players, I think, will be the really important thing. But, uh, yeah, graphically, it actually looks like a fucking video game modern generation video game as opposed to two generations ago which is pretty fucking cool uh yeah if the gameplay is anywhere up to snuff might actually be a decent game i don't know i'm not saying obviously that graphics need to be good for a game to be decent let's not get into that but uh yeah uh yeah as always i will review it as soon as it fucking drops why i put out a psa today uh letting people know that or letting critics know that uh that if they do review this game, they can't compare it to FIFA and uh, NBA um, sports titles like that because they have different budgets. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and that is illegal. That is, that um, is illegal. <laughs> um, it just makes you an oxygen thief. Um, larceny of oxygen if you compare it to games that cost the same price as it in stores. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, good question. Uh, good email, Simon. Thank you for pointing out that our League Live Four is actually coming out as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I saw a screenshot, and uh, yeah, was it wasn't off to a good start. Um, it was a Broncos player, and he was going to kick the ball, but he was not looking anywhere near the ball. <laughs> uh, maybe he's just uh, that good. Maybe that's just his process. Hey. And they've captured it down to his eyeball tracking. Oh, but you've got uh, some guys like that stand there and look at the crowd and like breathe in and out ten times, and then they look at the crowd, and then they look at the ball, and they look at the crowd, and then yeah, then they they maybe kick it, spin the ball on their hands, spin three the ball on their hands, and then, and then- shoot a three. <laughs> uh, classic. Look, he uh- wasn't he wasn't taunting. <laughs> he was trying to bait a steal. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And Draymond Green is totally allowed to say that other players are dirty. (laughs) Unbelievable. Anyway, Heckles writes, two-parter, both player unknowns, battlegrounds related. One, new maps for PUBG. Uh, PUBG? PUBG. Good or bad thing? Will it add longevity to the game or will it take focus away from the core gameplay and split the community if it doesn't randomly select the map per match? I think it absolutely has to randomly select the map per match. Yeah. But we're like, we're fucking tied to matchmaking as a core component of the game anyway. So I don't have a problem with it. Uh, Provide, yeah, provided is, yeah, randomly dumping us into different maps. It's just another layer of RNG, I guess. I think you get that fucking, that map you fucking hate. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think that I agree with you that I would like to see it randomly select a map, but at the yep. same time, that brings in the problem of 
maybe maps that people don't like and what happens then do they do they quit the match and then you're left with less people playing like is there a punishment in place to stop people from leaving yeah i guess should they, should they be blocked out from playing for five minutes yeah maybe um maybe but but then also they probably something to look at more once the game is in a more stable condition yeah at that stage you've got to put like a reconnect button in so that people that are legitimately dropped out have to you know have a way of getting back Uh, i will get back in yeah yeah um i think the map stuff is still a little while off Uh, although there was did you see some that someone did post some stuff about um no uh they have begun working on maps apparently Oh, cool. uh, like I saw some hand-drawn layouts of areas and things like that. So sweet, yeah. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah, stuff like snow maps or different environments. Maybe like a, a city, like a giant city map. That'd be take a lot of resources. So I think it'd kill your PC. Um, but yeah, snow map may be cool. Snow map, like uh, fucking. There's a really good one for Daisy that I can't remember the name of, but to it, to it, and like add cold make cold affect your aim and shit so you gotta so i'd actually have to go and put clothes on and shit although i guess that it might yeah. make might make the clothes drops a little no just add specific like warm clothes so you can wear your normal clothes or wear no clothes at all but if you chuck on a jacket it warms you up yeah and the jacket only spawns in game yeah. good idea um, uh, a volcano map oh, yeah, a lava map a space map Yep. And what are the other ones you need to have? Oh, water map. Just water. Water map. Yeah. yeah. Just but nobody likes water. that one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Have like two islands and they're like three people big. And okay. yeah. So like three people can get on the island at some point and all the guns spawn there. Anyway, uh, two. Number two. Since this seems to be the pinnacle of a newly created genre, at least for now, can you predict the next genre to be created by modders? Fucking big ask there, Heckles. Did, hey, did we answer this last week? No, we did not. <laughs> it came sure? in just Yeah, it came in just after we, uh, we were uh, hosting. Was uh, I supposed to put it in there somewhere? No. Oh, okay, never mind. I feel like we've done that. We've answered this before. I'm getting like weird deja vu. No, we haven't. Uh, my guess is we're going to see someone take the GTA uh, roleplay slash Island Life slash Altus Life slash Tanoa Life uh, armor concept and make it into a, a game. That's my guess. Hmm. Do you know the the things I'm talking about? Because they're kicking up, they're blowing up on fucking YouTube, uh, on Twitch at the moment. Uh, G, like GTA RP is like uh, you like supposed to role play inside the GTA world, and it sort of builds off the GTA SA MP sort of base all the way back in the day, where you'd like be able to earn money and shit and. I think we played it in armor as well. The Altus Life ones, where you earn money picking apples, or and like you like build that out into a massive empire or whatever. Cool. Uh, I think that's I think that's what what's next, in my opinion. I think because it allows you get know, like you think about the way it allows people to tell stories and stuff like that. And that's it's a it's a form of of game that I think immediately lends itself to Twitch while also being unbelievably engaging for uh, the average player as well. And I think you could even do it like 
you could even like you could transform battlegrounds into a system that would semi work with it basically like it would be quite a bit of work obviously but uh yeah just yeah hmm. look if i could predict this stuff i'd be rich that's that's where i'm going too true um I was thinking about the, how VR could create new genres, but I'm still not 100%. Uh, sorry, this tackles again uh, on it. If it will stay in its current format, but the tech- technology will get better or if it will evolve into more of an AR thing or die, either or. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. Um, every, like all the, all the analysts are saying AR over VR, but uh, I, still, I still believe in VR to some extent. Fleek writes, is there even still a future in VR games in the current state? Of it? Oh, okay. Um, most of the games on Steam are indie titles, half of which appear to be early access and are glorified Wii titles and novelty games for the state, sake of the tech. Do you see any benefit to jumping on board now? Or are we still looking at another five years minimum before second or third revisions of hardware come out and devs, both hardware and game studios, work out the majority of the kinks? Or is it simply too early to tell? I think we have absolute new... I like I get the itch sometimes to like buy in uh to it's too expensive <laughs> but yeah I it's, it's still too expensive and B yeah you got to wait you got to wait for at least the next revision the next hardware revision 100% uh or I think you're crazy um yeah and I think there is a future in VR uh I think too much has been like yeah, too much has been invested for it to just disappear. But uh, I do think AR will probably be more accessible, faster, and so we'll probably get a, a head start once people start developing for it. P.S. Don't you hate pants? I do hate pants. Fleek, good question. Uh, fucking hell, he's got another one. Fleek, come on, mate. <laughs> one question per person. What is going on in here? Ridiculous. Uh, listening to the smack talk from Anarchy and Quake Champions, he sounds like a white version of Chris Rock. Quake seems to be going down a path of Overwatch with team play, gameplay, and unique abilities. As more games move towards MMO FPS with characters with unique abilities, what do you want to see uh, as the next step or niche in this genre? Uh, uh, I would be happy for them to all die. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Make it. I want to see. I want to see him. I, I want to see him go full mobile. I think. I want to see the the full blown first person shooter mobile, last hitting, fucking buying items, the whole like whole fucking bit, and yet like ninety percent of it is skill shots. I want to see that happen. Hmm. Yep. That's what I got. On the Quake 3 engine. On the Quake 3 engine. Like, every game that came out from 1998 until about 2006. Um, That's what I want. Luke, any thoughts? Uh, No. No, no thoughts. Okay. Excellent. (laughs) Make them free. I'll take that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, Miracle writes, to make up for my constant epics of some questions, I'll keep it short this week. Sup? Sup, Luke? Yep. What? Yeah, yep. 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 I'll tell you what's sup, Miracle. Uh, I'm having garbage week. And 
Uh, did I tell you about retching when I opened up my fucking yeah rough? The it was pipes. a rough day. Yeah. yeah, opened up the pipes, and uh, those pipes they weren't clean. They're clean now. Got some clean pipes. Anyway, uh, Von Moller, good question. Thank you, Miracle, and obviously thank you, Fleek. Uh, I think you're just handing out so many good questions. Like that was not a good question. It was a good question. You answered it poorly. Who answers sup with yup? Well, it's a question, isn't it? So I'm going with yes or no. That is ridiculous. I said yes. This is why the this is why the defense won in the. The defense has not started yet. Wait till Nate gets in here. Uh, uh, Von Molotov writes, As far as VR games go, I can see it working well for educational stuff. For example, if, uh, Influence is a game where you walk around a simulated apartment uh, used for learning foreign vocabulary. A high-paced frenetic action. I think there'd be too many times where you'd feel like losses were out of your control. That is... Yeah, that's actually a pretty good point. Um I sh- I'd love to learn more about this fucking language game in a VR situation. I, I wonder if the VR is necessarily important to it. Probably not. But at the same st- time, like, um, I talked about the, the the Edith Finch game, uh, and, like, you can see those type of games working well in a, a VR experience. True. That is true. Uh, I think there's certain genres that fit well. With, with yeah. VR and the stuff that just doesn't. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. At the moment, there's probably ways that, you know, in the future people will work out how to do it. But right now, teleporting is the thing <laughs> to fix, yeah. to, to yeah. like re- resolve the movement. And yep. um, that doesn't really work in yeah. shooters, like, all the time. Everybody's going to be teleporting everywhere. There's got to be better ways to do it, but we're just not there yet. Anyway. Yep. What's next? Dre, Dre money. Dre three money. Dre three money. Rights. Uh, as a response to Miracle and PUBG as an esport competition slash competition, I think it can work with its current game mode. I think all player numbers are viable, solo, duo, and squads, though duo and squads would be more fun to watch than solo. Uh, this I, this I is an I'm answer talking. to a question we sp- spoke about last week about if um, PUBG would work as an esport. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I get people's concerns about RNG, but lots of games competitions have an RNG element, or at least an element that can't be fully accounted for by strategy. Maybe some of the RNG could be tweaked. The supply drops from planes, especially, would need to be considered. But it's risk versus reward. Smart teams will use it as a chance to eliminate people going for the drop. Super smart teams will sacrifice someone to go for the drop to eliminate the team trying to eliminate the guy going for the drop, and so on. As far as loot and the circle go, compare it to poker. It's all about risk management and taking the right risk at the right time. Oh, my God. This is deeply ironic coming from Drew, who has never taken the right risk at the right time when playing PUBG. But, uh, Not once. No. <laughs> um, yes, someone can be dealt a better hand than you and plays straight up will beat you. But it's the ability to make decisions to take away their advantage or make some skill shots that can carry the day for you. I think a major format could totally work, uh, but it would need to be, as you kind of discussed on the pod, and I mentioned elsewhere, need to be over a series of games assigning points to finish positions. And the average rank is the winner. 
And I would add the kicker that you have to have finished first once to win. Or if you win multiple times, say three out of 21 rounds, and the next best only wins two, you straight up win outright, regardless of rank. Either that or winning gives you a significant boost over coming second. Imagine the top 25 squads competing over three days, playing seven rounds a day for a best of 21 or similar. Multiple commentators watching different teams in the early game than in the late game, watching individuals with a good production crew cutting between views and external cams. That would be intense as fuck to watch. Yeah, I think I do think that the, you'd have to play a lot of games to actually find, like, if you were going to go with the full fucking, the full okay. server. Yeah. You'd need to play a lot of games to actually come to a conclusion that couldn't be relegated to simply, yeah, okay, but, like... I lost because I spawned and I didn't get any fucking guns for two minutes. Like, yeah. They still played over a number of games, yeah. Yeah, you definitely. But yeah, no, good good answer. True. Maybe you should apply some of these this knowledge to your gameplay. Um, <laughs> uh, Baz writes, Joby, after you hated so much on the latest installment of Quake, which I think is harsh, as some of the things you have been complaining about have been around since 2001. Quake Revolution, fantastic addition to the franchise. Quake Revolution had player abilities as a part of the single player. Oh, my God, Baz, will you stop bringing this up? Uh, um, Although even CTF should be in the beta, for fuck's sake. What is going to happen to your tattoo? I've been racking my brain about it. Um... Yeah, I have a Quake 3 tattoo here for anyone who doesn't know. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I might just keep it. Um, Apparently, the beta this weekend will have the new Sacrifice game mode, which is apparently the main mode that everything is working towards, all their team play stuff is working towards. So uh, that should be like give us a better idea, hopefully, of uh, how Quake is actually going to work moving forward. Um, so yeah, we'll check it out on the weekend. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what's going to happen to my tattoo. Uh, anyway, Frisco writes, uh, read VR games. In my opinion, other than the obvious problem with cost, VR can only improve once we solve the problem with the motion sickness it can cause from the conflict of sensory information. Currently, VR games are limited to small room sized play areas or use teleport mechanics to move. Hey, you said this, Luke. Uh, because movement beyond your physical capability will quickly make you sick. Over motion sickness is a lot less prevalent once people get more acclimatized with VR, so you need to get people over the initial hump of getting their VR legs. Only then can developers make their roller derby sword-slashing battle arenas that they've dreamed of. I think that's uh, Frisco's dream. I think to do that, VR software needs to really change how it's advertised and focus on more grander cinematic experiences to attract buyers and increase the user base. Also, the educational games mentioned above this comment. There should be also be a bigger push by Valve and Oculus to help start up VR arcades. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's a good idea for uh, more people to dip their toes in. Only once people have greater access to VR uh, and can get acclimatized, can we start making games that are more like games and not just walkabout sandboxes? Not a question, Frisco. Uh, I didn't see a question mark once, but good comment nonetheless. Uh, I didn't say good question, did I? Luke, see, I knew you were going to fucking remark about that. Uh, all good, all good comments. Um, I think that's that's all we've got, though. What do you mean? 
well, that's all the questions we've got. That's all the stuff we've got. We're, we're it's time to wrap up. It is time to go. Yeah, well, it's time to go. It's time, you know what it's time for? PUBG. PUBG, of course. PUBG time. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's wrap things up. If you want to find us, we're on iTunes, Android, and the Windows Store. You can find us under The Gap or The GA Podcast. You can search us and we should show up, hopefully, if you're doing it right. Um, you can also rate and review us on those platforms. It helps other people find the show. Otherwise, you can also email us from the GA Podcast at gmail.com. Send us in any questions about Prey that you might have or anything you'd like us to talk about in our spoiler cast. Um, Otherwise, if you've got any normal questions, the Discord channel, that's where you can do it, which is the gapodcast.com slash Discord. Jump in there, write us any questions you've got. We've got a couple of uh, voice channels in there that people can play games with each other. Other uh, Gap listeners, we've got, uh, at the moment, as I said, a bunch of people playing. looks like PUBG. I'm not yep. too sure, but... It is. Oh, no, maybe it's Rocket League. What? weird maybe they're just sitting in there for fun maybe they're just hanging out that's yeah cool. that's weird that's cool too mm. i'm not sure uh we could go in and ask them <laughs> let's let's wait let's not okay uh anyway so you can do that you can also um find us on twitter.com slash ga podcast and facebook.com slash ga podcast Otherwise, you can um, go to thegapodcast.com and all our links are on there, including um, you know Twitter, Facebook, uh, links to all our past shows, anything on there you want to listen to. It's, it's all there. It's easy to find. It's pretty good. Um, also, we want to thank our, our Patreon subscribers, our patrons that help put on this show, uh, helps us run the site and other costs that are involved, things with things that we do on here we appreciate that uh frisco this week became a recurring uh patron patron what do they call them patron patron let's yep. go with that and yep. uh we appreciate the support from frisco thanks uh, frisco it helps job uh uh eat every week it does <laughs> i'm not even the one eating fucking kfc luke had kfc for dinner i did i haven't had kfc in literally a year uh, yeah that's you know why uh no because you don't have a car true this is i true. would definitely i would definitely drive to kfc a lot you yeah. sh- you could always pick me up some kfc on your way home and just drop it off just yep all right sure no worries Hi. anything else you like sir <laughs> whatever mate whatever <laughs> yeah um, anyway, if you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast. There's a bunch of different tiers on there you can subscribe. You don't have to subscribe to them, but you get some cool shit if there's, um, if you do a certain amount of money. Um, yep. anyway, uh, thanks to the people that have, uh, subscribed. We're going to do the, uh, the prey spoiler cast. Um, so that's, that's awesome because then that'll be happening and yep. we'll try and get that done, um, in the next week or so and, and have it up soon for people that want to, Jump in and listen. Totally. Yeah, we'll Excellent. try and secure Nate. I don't know how keen he is on doing it, but yep. a third person would be good. We'll get we'll get someone else. Yeah. We'll find someone. It'll be good. We'll find someone. Anyway, uh, good show this week, Job. Good show. Good questions. Thank you. Good questions. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alien. Alien is this week. Alien Covenant. You're looking forward to it? I'm going tomorrow night. Yeah. I'm very Did pumped. Did you see the reviews? Apparently. No. Uh, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Yeah, that's uh, mm. Mm. 
that's it. I'm I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything. I'm going on on Friday. Okay. So, uh, should be good. Should be good fun. I've heard. Mm. I've heard things about it. <laughs> I haven't. So don't say anything. I'm just, I'm just I've kidding. seen things on Facebook that I didn't want to see. Yeah. What was uh, that? Lizzie. So Lizzie's are on this Friday. Uh, congratulations to everyone who got nominated for. Uh, Best gaming journalist. Everybody. Not me, though. Well, Not me. It's because you don't work at a lot of media. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't make it. But uh, it does mark 10 years in the biz for me. So, good times. Hey, uh, let's go shoot some things in PUBG. Yeah, let's go do that. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.